Future Work 63, the three-day work week is here. Since my interview with best-selling author and speaker Alexandra Samuel, which is coming out on Tuesday, on AI creating shorter work weeks, I've been thinking about how we can work even smarter, not harder. In a recent interview with Trevor Noah, Bill Gates gave us some good news in this regard. He thinks a three-day work week is possible and that it's a very positive development for those who believe that we don't live to work. You know, the purpose of life is not just to do jobs. So if you eventually get a society where you only have to work three days a week or something, that's probably okay if the machines can make all the food and the stuff and we don't have to work as hard. I couldn't agree more. So how do we get there? Before we discuss a three-day work week, let's talk about the four-day work week. Earlier this year, our study, What Hybrid and Remote Employees Really Want, already revealed that 33% of respondents wanted a four-day work week, more than extra days at home or being able to work asynchronously. And this four-day work week is entirely within the realm of reality. Anyone with reasonable control over their work, i.e. those without tyrant bosses, who know how to use AI, should be able to practice a four-day work week. According to our latest research paper, Generative AI at Work, 81% of current generative AI users say that the technology has improved their productivity, including 43% who say it significantly improved it. Respondents attribute the productivity increases to AI taking over email and communication, data analysis and reporting, research and other labor-intensive tasks. It's the stuff that we don't want to do. And AI doesn't mind, shared Alexandra in our upcoming interview. I actually think we're on the verge of a beautiful transformation in the nature of work. Because the old workplace is gone. Like, it's just over. People might not have fully noticed or accepted that yet. But AI is going to ensure that they do. And there may be terribly painful processes of transition Those are fundamentally kind of social and economic choices. I hope that businesses and employers will play a responsible role in participating in a conversation about how we ensure that you can have a good life without working for 40 hours a week. But if we can solve the sort of distributive problem, the justice side, the question of how people can have a living, I mean, we are in a moment where we can really rethink how much of our lives are spent on work and how much of our work is spent on tedious stuff. You know, the AIs, bless their hearts, they don't care about tedious, they really don't mind. Combining these AI abilities with the fact that we spend a third of our week in unproductive meetings, it quickly becomes apparent why we can pivot to a four-day work week. In my previous article on the topic, I outlined five steps to get there. One, Make a cost-benefit analysis of everything that you do using the Eisenhower matrix and throw away the work that doesn't contribute to your goals. Number two, in particular, find time savings by cutting down on unnecessary meetings and unproductive time wasters like chatting and emailing. Three, decide what AI can do for you. And beyond that, what can be outsourced and what can be delegated. Four, arrange your schedule to fit the remaining work and meetings into four days. AI tools like Reclaim can help you optimize your calendar dynamically. And number five, don't accept Friday intrusions, even from yourself. 
These intrusions trigger Parkinson's law, which states that the amount of work will expand to the time that you have. These five steps should enable most knowledge workers to reduce their work week from five to four days. So that's phase one. Now, how do we get from a four day work week, which again, I think is completely feasible to Bill Gates's three day work week? As AI thinker David Shapiro outlines in an intriguing video about post labor economics, AI is ramping up quicker than we ever thought it could, gaining new capabilities weekly. And the proof is in the pudding. Bart can now answer questions about YouTube videos. Anyone can create personal AIs with GPTs. And AI generates a game from a simple sketch. All things that weren't possible even just one month ago. Extrapolate this logically and AI will lead us to a point where there is abundant labor. Whatever task we can imagine, AI can do it. The mysterious Q-Star developments, which were reportedly significant in Sam Alpin's firing at OpenAI, could be a breakthrough in AI doing math. That could be a significant step towards AGI, the level of AI that can do any human cognitive task. Ivo Sapar, the co-founder and head of remote at the Remote First Institute, believes this is how AI can lead us to a three-day work week or even less, as he shared for this newsletter. Ivo shared, the integration of AI technologies could very well propel us to a three-day work week or even less. As AI takes over routine tasks, the emphasis shifts towards strategic, meaningful work, potentially condensing the effective work week even further. Now that's a future that we can believe in. And as Bill Gates says in the interview with Trevor, But eventually, you know, if you free up human labor, you can help elder people better, have small class sizes. You know, the demand for labor to do good things is still there if you match the skills to it. But he also added, And then if you ever get beyond that, okay, you, you have a lot of leisure time and we'll have to figure out what to do with it. That scenario looks bleak. Figuring out what to do with our time? Yes, because in the post-labor world that David Shapiro describes, human labor isn't required since machines can take over practically everything. A few industries like mining, chip production, robotics and real-life experiences would remain. In the third industrial revolution, we had a revolution of internet and computers. So communication accelerated, number crunching accelerated, but by and large automation was still relegated to uh, manufacturing processes. Now with this rise of uh, artificial intelligence, we're looking at a labor substitution, in which case you have machines that are able to do new kinds of automation. We're able to not just automate manufacturing jobs, we're able to automate knowledge work. And so this is going to drastically disrupt the employment landscape. This leads to a lot of free time, alongside questions about how we'll pay for even our daily needs. But as Vinod Kashla, the founder of Kashla Ventures, the first firm that invested in OpenAI shares, this is still miles better than continuing with how we work now. This risks that humanity faces, uh, this basket of risk, has to be balanced against the basket of opportunity to free humanity from the slavery of really bad hourly jobs where you do the same thing for eight hours a day repetitively for 30 years of your career. We can all agree that the way that we currently work doesn't work for most of us. 
We're overwhelmed, overloaded and burned out. AI taking over part of our jobs is a welcome reprieve. All we need to do is to take that first step and have our Fridays free to learn even more about a better future of work. And I'll report on that again next week. I hope to see you then.